Hello folks, this is Larry Schaefer with Living Scripture Daily. Thank you for following me on my journey of discovery of God's amazing Word. Well, last time I introduced you to the concept of a one-on-one with Jesus. We are going to continue that today with part two in Luke chapter six. I hope that your personal relationship with Jesus is the most important part of the story of your life. You see, our relationship with Jesus is really multifaceted. It is, in one sense, a love relationship based upon his unconditional love. You know, it can also be a disciplinary relationship of admonishing and correcting. And it's also a mentoring relationship of care, of nurturing, of mentoring, and of discipleship. I wish the story of Jesus in my life was just steady and consistent, but it's not. It's a two-party relationship. One of us is steady and consistent, and one of us is not. You know what? But fortunately, the story of my salvation in Christ is set and secure. Why? Because he saved me, he keeps me, and he will never let me go. My security and salvation is all about him. However, The story of my daily life and my walk with Jesus and my life here in this world, well, that's a a different issue. It can be volatile. It, It ebbs and flows. It has ups and downs. Once again, Jesus is always there, steady and sure. But I tend to have different and varying emotions each day, and therefore the emotions fluctuate each day as I also meet with Jesus. Well, some days when I meet with Jesus, I'm feeling especially weak and burdened. On those days, we have a one-on-one of affectionate love and hugs and pure warmth. Sometimes, you know what, I just need that. There are times when he carries me through the storm and whispers intimate words of kindness, promises of peace, and visions of joy to come. Sometimes I need that. These tender rendezvous just sustain me. You know, there's other days Jesus meets with me with firmness and strength. It's what I need on that day. He doesn't mess around. He lets me know exactly how he feels about my attitudes, my actions, and my arrogance. He first reminds me that his covenant of salvation with me is set and firm and unmoving. Once again, it is secure because it is fully dependent upon him. I am his child. His love is unconditional heaven is secure. But then, once he's reminded me of of those important facts, then he quickly reminds me that my life on earth carries with it a set of responsibilities that I'm called to live up to. It is to be lived for him and for his glory, not for my own purposes of success, accomplishments, and my own dreams. Everything is to be surrendered to him. He reminds me that I am nothing without him, and I have been called to take up my cross daily and follow him. These meetings with Jesus keep me grounded. Other times, Jesus sits with me in my daily one-on-one, and he does a reset. He gives me a checkup, a pulse check, a stress test. These face-to-face encounters can be described as a power talk of discipleship. Jesus sets his gaze upon me with a motive to care, to nurture, to mentor, and to disciple. These encounters give me a clear path with defined boundaries. Well, back to Luke chapter 6. 
Jesus has a power talk of mentoring with his disciples right after he announced that they are the chosen 12. It is known as the Sermon on the Mount. There were crowds, I mean large crowds nearby, but Jesus spoke these words directly to the 12. So let's do this. Let's consider the words Jesus spoke to the disciples in Luke 6 as the same words that he would speak to us in our one-on-one with him today. Jesus has found a rock to sit on and he's ready to speak. I advise you to find a flat spot on the ground near his feet and listen up and read Luke 6, 20 through 38. Okay, you're across from Jesus and you're reveling in his presence. I mean, this can stir up a myriad of emotions, but I encourage you to engage your mind today as well as your emotions. This is a Jesus-initiated power talk. These words are challenging and your mind needs to process them in order to be prepared to live them out from the heart. Be ready to engage your mind. Well, folks, his gaze is upon you. And just like the 12, you are a chosen disciple of his. You have received Christ as your Lord and Savior. Now it's time for some good old-fashioned discipleship by the Savior himself. Once again, read Luke 6, 20 through 38. We'll dig into the meaning of it all next time. Father, you not only give life and salvation, but you also enrich our lives here on earth. In this life, we will have difficulty, but in spite of the challenges we face, you have promised peace and joy and sustaining grace to those who love you and obey your word. In all these things, we surrender ourselves to your will and your guidance in our lives. Amen.